Welcome to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. Enjoy this new message from Pastor Brian Gibbs. Well, guys, welcome. Welcome. We're so glad that you're here tonight. Thank you for being here. It's an honor to have you tonight. We're blessed that you're here at Victory. We're blessed you're here on the campus. Did I see Pastor Gene and Anita here tonight? Josiah, is Pastor Gene here? I thought I saw him. Is Pastor Gene here? He left? Okay, I thought I saw him and Anita. Wonderful. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, tonight, we're just going to direct our attention towards the Word of God. And it, it really doesn't bother me. If those of you around the fire can help me, you, okay, let's do this. Does that help? Does that help a little bit like that? Does that help? Okay. Those of you around the fire, you can stay right there. It doesn't bother me one bit. Um, but we're going to move into a time of the word. Um, you, you don't have to direct. <laughs> and we have joy breaking out. Good. More joy, more joy and more fire. All around, um, all around the courtyard tonight, we're going to go into a time of the word. And what we prayed for tonight is that there would be just a fresh encounter of Jesus in our hearts. You don't have to give me your attention here on the stage, but I just ask that. I ask that you would quiet yourself just to receive from the Lord tonight, and again, you don't, you don't even have to look towards the stage. You can enjoy the stars, you can enjoy the moon, enjoy the fire. It was awesome uh, Christmas morning at our home to open the scriptures once again. Of course, we opened to the book of Luke and the gospel of Matthew as well, and I believe um, I was reading out of the Passion Translation on Christmas morning. Tonight, I want to read out of the New King James Version. You know, when we approach the Christmas story, we realize the power of the glory of God. And the glory of God is so real and so raw and so tangible in the Christmas story. I'm going to turn that back around. How'd that turn? Can that stay there? Can that stay there? Now, can you guys hear me? Okay, let's make sure that doesn't turn. Okay, Jordan, that's your assignment. If you see this try to turn, just turn it back towards them. All right. (laughs) Behold, I bring you great tidings of great joy. (laughs) But there's so much power. There's so much power and glory in the Christmas story. There's no gimmicks, and we like to say that around here actually at Victory where there's no gimmicks, there's no hype, there's no adrenalized nothing. It's just the raw beauty of God revealed to mankind through the gift of Jesus and through these two individuals. When I think of Mary and Joseph, they never could have dreamed that in 2020 we would be telling their story. 
we'd be sharing their legacy. These two simple people, two young people, two simple young people would become a legacy to the nations of the entire earth. When we were in Jerusalem two years ago, we were at the garden tomb, and we were meeting people from all over the world. There was a group of about 100, 125 people from the Philippines, and they were singing so majestically. It was amazing. We were blown away. You saw people from everywhere, from, from South Korea to South America. They were there coming to Jerusalem to worship and encounter the Lord afresh. And all over the world, Jesus is being celebrated and this magnificent story is being celebrated. And I want to read tonight out of Luke 1. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel, he was sent by God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph and of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice. Highly favored one of the Lord, the, excuse me, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb. And bring forth a son, and you'll call his name Jesus. He will be great. He will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. Hallelujah. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And then Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that the Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. And now indeed Elizabeth, your relative, she has also conceived a son in her old age. This is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. I love that, who was. Everybody say past tense. The one who was called barren, past tense. The one who was called barren is now pregnant. Now she's in her sixth month. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Isn't that your favorite scripture in the Bible? <laughs> for with God. Nothing will be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, and let it be done to me according to your word. And then the angel departed. Now Mary arose in those days, and she went to the hill country in haste in the city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias, and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting from Mary that the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she spoke out with a loud voice 
and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. <laughs> blessed is the fruit of your womb. One year I was preaching this, and I said, Blessed is the fruit of your loom. I can't believe I said that. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why has this been granted unto me to be the mother of our Lord? For indeed, as soon as I heard your voice in your greeting and it sounded in my ears, the baby leapt in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed. For there will be a fulfillment of the things that were told to her from the Lord. I want to read this verse one more time. Hear it. Again, you don't even have to be looking up here at the stage tonight. I just want you to drink these words into your spirit. Blessed is she because she believed, for there shall be a fulfillment of the things which were told to her from the Lord. Faith is a beautiful thing, isn't it? Faith is a holy treasure unto God. I remember hearing it said many years ago, perhaps the greatest joy that God has is to be believed. Think about that. Perhaps the greatest joy that God experiences is when we believe Him. Every one of us fathers and mothers understand that there's a joy when our children believe us and they come into understanding and they come into wisdom and counsel. It's a joy. And perhaps it's that way for God to be believed. Mary was the one who participated with the Holy Spirit on a level that no other human being could actually comprehend. Think about that. She participated with the Holy Spirit on a whole nother dimension, a whole nother level. But what we see in the scripture here is that what is clear, she didn't claim to understand what exactly that God was doing. Hear that again. She didn't really claim to have understanding exactly what God was doing, yet she believed and she yielded. Those are fireworks, aren't they? That feels really good. Thank you, Benderson family. I hope we start seeing them. But what happened was is she believed and her, she stepped her life into the promise of the words and her life beca be became congruent with what God was saying. That's important. When your life can come into congruence with what the Lord is saying, it's like stepping into a, a momentum. It's like stepping into a, a, a rhythm of drummers standing in a line, and, 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 and they're all right in sync playing, and you just step right into that rhythm and that cadence, and you begin to march in the rhythm of what God is already creating and doing. You simply do it. Ha-ha, I hear you over there. You simply just step into it by faith. You don't have to understand it all. You just have to say yes. Yes to the will of God. Parents, teach your children to say yes to God. Grandparents, teach your grandchildren how to say yes to God. 
I'm thankful that Bryn's mom and dad taught her to say yes to God. I'm thankful my mom and dad, my brother, my mom and dad taught me to say yes to God. It's important that when we hear his voice, we yield to it. And just like Mary, God is looking for people who will say yes to him and say, I believe you, God. People that will say yes to the dream of the Lord. People that will say yes to God's desires and his intentions and his dream. People that will say yes to the heart of God. God has dreams. I want, I want you to hear this tonight. God has dreams. God has, he has visions and intentions for the earth realm. And it requires men and women hearing it and then yielding themselves to it so the dreams of God can happen in the earth realm. And it all happens by the activation of faith. It's the activation of faith. When we believe it, when we cherish the heart of God, when we cherish the dream and the intentions of God, when we put ourselves aside and say, God, not my will, but yours be done. What would you like me to do in this earth realm? In this season that you're in, in life, you're in your teens, you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, your 80s, I don't know. God, what do you want to do in this season of my life? There's a fresh word that God wants to give you for this season. Monica, you look so funny tonight. <laughs> preaching to the Eskimos. <laughs> God's looking for us to say yes. Here's what I have in my notes, and it's so simple, is that God desires to find a people that will say, God, I trust you. That's a big deal. Do you know that we've all trusted in a lot of garbage throughout our lives? We have trusted in fake news throughout our lives. We've trusted in voices that led us down dead-end roads and dead-end paths. We trusted in voices that led us nowhere. We trusted in voices that led us into setbacks. God will never do that. He'll never do it. God is good to his sons and daughters. He watches over the royal path of life he's chosen for us. And God is looking for people who just simply say, I trust you, God. And actually, when, when we were raising Josiah and Victoria, something Brent and I always said to them is that faith is simply trusting in God with all your heart. That's what faith is. Let's just not make it complicated. Let's just say, God, I trust you with all of my heart. That's what faith is. And then that's when we begin to say, God, do whatever you desire to do in me and then through me. In me and then through me. And that's what Mary said. I don't understand this, but I'm willing to allow my life to become congruent with the dream of God in the earth. In the glory of the new covenant, we are actually having the same opportunity to participate with the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit, lest we forget, the Holy Spirit has really been given a raunchy deal 
in the United States of America because no one really wants the Holy Spirit to move in their churches. <laughs> they can do church without the Holy Spirit. They've got it all down. They've got it structured, administrated. They've got a plan. They're working the plan. The Holy Spirit is searching and looking for men and women and actually families like this, families like this who will host the Holy Spirit. And we have an opportunity as well to participate with the Holy Spirit in such a way that the seed of the Word of God gets us pregnant. Can you hear that with your spiritual ears? Can you hear that with your spiritual ears? God desires for us to be pregnant with His Spirit so that we bring forth a son and that bringing forth of a son is found in us being conformed into the image of Jesus himself, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Can you say amen tonight? Can I have four more amens? Yes, you are. You're going you're gonna to make it through tonight. I know you're cold. I know, I know you're cold. The Holy Spirit said you're going to conceive a son. And when you look up the word conceive, it means to become pregnant. And it also means the ability to receive seed. I love this. It's what happens when we're born again. And the Word actually becomes flesh in us. Everybody okay? There's many that hear God speak to them, but because of doubt or unbelief or hardness of heart, they turn away from yielding themselves to God. Doubt is being at a place where you're waffling between two opinions, but yet unbelief is being at a place where you choose not to believe, and that is a dangerous place to be, isn't it? Unbelief is choosing to not believe. That is dangerous. And then in the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 4 tells us you have to beware of these things in your life that try to come and actually choke out the fruitfulness of the word coming into you. And then Mark tells us too, be careful about the cares of life that come to choke out the power of the word being released in you. Well, again, what are we talking about? We're talking about becoming pregnant with the spirit of God, right? You all with me? And there's something beautiful about being pregnant. And I think all of us know that this is very true. When a woman is pregnant, she glows. They become more radiant. I remember when my, my wife first became pregnant and our pastor came to me and he said, your wife's pregnant. I'm like, huh? He goes, oh, I can tell. She's glowing. <laughs> I said, well, she always glows. You're welcome, honey. <laughs> Merry Christmas, baby. <laughs> to conceive is this. It means that if we conceive something, it means that we begin to apprehend the dream of God in our life. If we're able to conceive something, then we're able to come into union with what God desires to do. And we'll give ourselves to it. I've never preached with gloves on. <laughs> I'm moving my notes <laughs> very carefully. <laughs> Here's something we always talk about 
It's very simple, but it's revelatory. The conception was not natural, right? It was not natural. God can most certainly move in all of our lives in very practical ways every day of the week. Don't you know that? But I want to remind us, in, before we come into 2021, gosh, that's so wild, 2021, God can still move in our lives in very profound, prophetic, mysterious ways. Not just practical ways. Not just favor, not just favor that looks like you got a good parking lot at Walmart. God can still move in our lives in such a way that it is profoundly mysterious that when we look at it, people will say only God could have done that. And every time they saw Mary in Nazareth, in that little village, they were looking at her and they were saying, I don't understand it. Some, some people may have mocked it. Some people may have ostracized Peter and Mary, or Peter and Mary. Uh, <laughs> get my Bible straight. Uh, help me, Jesus. <laughs> I am called Mary and Joseph. <laughs> and the Apostle Peter is a great guy, too. We just give it up for Peter tonight. <laughs> You're welcome, Peter. <laughs> Mary and Joseph. <laughs> People in Nazareth probably looked at them and scoffed at them and ostracized them because when they saw Mary, they were like, there's that girl. There's that girl. She's pregnant, and she's saying it's by the Holy Spirit. She's telling this story. It's by the Holy Spirit. And you know people had to be shaking their head going, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. You see what I'm saying? But then there were those that began to believe. She was marked by God. Don't you want to live a life that is marked by God? That when people see your life, when they, when they begin to read the story of your life, that they say, that person is marked by God. The favor of God is on them. I, I can't explain it. I don't understand it. I just know it's God. God is working in their life. Whatever season you're in in your life, going into 2021, whatever age you're in, will you be the man? Will you be the woman that says, God, you have permission to move in my life however you dream and desire. I will partner with you. I will dream with you. I will care about your dream in the earth for 2021. And God, you can move in my life in very practical ways. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Whenever you want, but God, I want you to move in profound ways. Things, things that are just unexplainable that I have to back up and say miracles still exist in this age. Come on, give the Lord praise. The message of the angel was simple, but it's, it's profound. He says, you're going to bear forth a son. You're going to bring forth a son. You know, when God moves on you, you cannot hide it. You know, when a woman becomes pregnant, she cannot hide it. How many of you know that? When a woman becomes pregnant, she can't hide it. But when God moves on our life, you can't hide it. It's like your spiritual belly begins to extend. And people start seeing that's the favor of the Lord. That's the kiss of God on their life. I want to read this scripture to you. It's found in Romans 8.29. And I'd like to say it to you like this tonight. that it, This is what our destiny is. It says that God's dream for our life is to actually be conformed into the image of His Son. That is our destiny. 
I, I've said this many times. My destiny is not to pastor a mega church. My, my destiny is not to pastor the biggest church. My, my destiny is not, you know, how many books I write or whatever. My destiny, my destiny in the earth, the reason I'm alive is so that I become conformed into the image of the Son of God so that in the earth realm, I am just as he is now. The Apostle John wrote that as he is, so are we in this world. So as the Holy Spirit is transforming us from the inside out, this work of transformation, we literally begin to bear forth the Son of God. We begin to bear forth the very image of Christ Jesus. Just as Mary was given the promise, you're going to bring forth a son. You're going to bring forth this son. You're going to name him Jesus. And this is the destiny of our lives. We become pregnant with an incorruptible seed. And then we bring forth his image into the earth. So people say, God is truly alive. Isn't that beautiful? It's awesome. That's God showing his faith in us. Yes. Imitate his rabbi. I love that. Yes. That's it. Great word. Hallelujah. I want to read the scripture to you out of Hebrews 1. And I love this. It says, God who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets. But he has in these last days spoken to us by his son. Whom he has appointed heir of all things through whom also he made the worlds, whom being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, he has made himself, he himself made himself purged and cleansed us of our sins and sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high Hallelujah. Wow. The destiny of Jesus to reveal the brightness of the glory of God, to purge us from our sins and sit down at the right hand of God. I'm going to close with this scripture tonight, Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Who is Jesus? He is eternally Savior. He will save his people from their sins. The name of Jesus is a big deal. It's a big deal. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. The apostle Peter, here's Peter. He keeps showing up in this message, even in your message, Dave. 
Acts chapter 4, verse 12, Peter declares, he says, There is not any other name that's given by which men can be saved under heaven. Isn't that powerful? There's no other name. You're going to give this baby boy a name, and his name is Jesus. He will be Emmanuel. He will be God with us. He is Savior. He is Lord. He is King. He is Christ. We pray this new year of 2021 is a miracle year of encountering Jesus as Savior, Lord, and King. Savior, Lord, and King. Lord of all. King of all. Tonight, I'm going to need some help, um, guys. We're going to, I'd like you to hit these two lights that Josiah has put up for television. We're going to move into a time where we're going to disperse the candles. I believe everybody's got their candles. We're going to begin to light the fire all across here. And we're going to close out our final song tonight. If you guys could, can begin to light those candles and spread those candles together. And we want to have this moment. I just realized I have my sunglasses still on. We're not going to do I Wear My Sunglasses at Night by Rick Springfield. We love Rick Springfield and we bless him, but we're not going to sing that tonight. Great. We can turn this around. Anybody ready for a s'more tonight? Glory to God. I hear that back there, that little voice. Me. Can you guys light my fire here? Come on, baby, light my fire. Trying to set the night on fire. <laughs> that was the song. Can we all stand for this? fire over there.
Spirit, you are the fresh oil of our lives. Lord Jesus, you are the fire that is burning within us. I pray, Lord, in 2021, that you will keep our flame burning. Keep our lives burning through this dark hour in the earth. Lord, may we be a living torch of your presence. You will keep us burning. You will give us fresh oil every day and every night, Holy Spirit. You will fill up every lampstand of our lives with oil and keep us burning in this hour until your glorious return. In the name of Jesus, my wife and I, we bless you. We wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a blessed life, a favored life, a joy-filled life. Be a man and a woman of God that says yes to him. Dream with God. Don't lose your dreams in this hour. Now is the hour to dream. Now is the hour to keep the fire burning and alive. Amen. Guys, we love you. Thank you for making this night a priority. Thank you for, really, thank you for making this night a priority. Being with us, this is a special, special evening. Love you guys. Father, we bless the s'mores, we bless the graham crackers, the chocolates, the marshmallows. We bless them all in Jesus' name. Take the fat, Lord. Take it out.
all things are possible to them that believe. We love you guys. Have fun. Enjoy one another. Spread some love and joy around tonight. We're not in a hurry to leave, so enjoy it. S'mores are opening now at the bonfire. God bless. Yes, yes. Oh, oh, gosh. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. We're, we, thank you, honey. I forgot all about our offering tonight. Let's do this. Why don't we uh, place the offering buckets at a, at a secure place and, and on both sides. And when you exit the campus tonight, if you have an offering, the offering uh, envelopes, the red ones, thank you, Philip. They'll be right over there on that wood pile or whatever it is over there. And we'll, we'll find a place, a chair for it. But if you brought your offering tonight, we thank you for that. And, honey, thank you for reminding me. I completely forgot about our offering. And thank you for sowing. All right. Just don't let us find any marshmallows in this, those offering buckets. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. For more information, go to our website at victoryfla.com or download the Victory FLA app.